Welcome back to another episode of Control the Chaos Mama podcast. Today you are getting a bonus episode. I am highly attributing this episode to someone reaching out and telling me kind words. And guess what? My love language is words. And so it's amazing when you feel heard and seen what you will do and you will actually do more. So definitely take today and do that for someone else because it it just makes you feel so much better that you are received and it goes right in to a future episode that I will be having. It's actually already scheduled. Who am I? I scheduled out five episodes that I batched yesterday and it's going to help you with relationships. So definitely subscribe, but it's, it's kind of hand in hand with this. And today we're actually going to talk about five irrefutable truths that can help you, especially if you're Enneagram eight and you are this juxtaposition of power and love and how to get you more into health and less stress, but this will help you even if you're not an Enneagram 8. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably in some ways want to have control, and Enneagram 8s love control. And so um, I'm going to start with first explaining kind of the pros and cons of an 8, just so that we can kind of touch on that. If you do not know what your Enneagram is, go back to a future episode. I have a couple episodes on Enneagram energy and also where you go in stress and health and how to figure that out. Um, And so go check those out. It is helpful to know kind of where you're at in this, um, or you can also just read through them and see what you resonate with if you don't want to take a test. And so um, anyway, so eights want to be self-reliant to prove their strength and resist weakness. Vulnerability is rough for us. And um, we want to be important in the world. And uh, we do have a tendency to kind of dominate our environment, take over. Um, And it's not all for like us. It's just, it's also driven by this desire to... um, to, I think, also help. Because whenever we go into health, we go into more of a helper role. And so, um, but in stress, we will also go more to a five. And so we'll withdraw, disconnect from our emotions. We might be um, kind of hypervigilant about betrayal, almost like we're on like against a wall looking to see who is going to betray us um, or who we can trust. Um, We might neglect self-care whenever we are in a stressful time. Um, And then just maybe be more, I almost think stubborn, but like uncompromising is a good word for it. So now on to the five things, and really this is for everybody, but I think it's really important for a Enneagram 8 to hear this. And so the first thing is, is I can always improve. And this is so true for everyone, but if you know exactly where you are now and you know where you want to be, then you can always improve. I think that we always think that when there's a failure that we failed, in fact, what it is is you got to be informed about what works and what doesn't work so that you can pivot and change you know, change the information for what you need to do next. And so um, and then number two is, I can only control myself. So maybe you're listening to this podcast because you're like, I want to control my kids or I need to control the chaos that is my decluttering or my home or I need to figure out this work-life balance when it comes to home and, um, you know, trying to do all the entrepreneur stuff and all that and how and you will get tips and tricks and all of those things on managing the, all that. 
maybe it's your thoughts, you know, like I want to control my thoughts and all that. And here's the thing is you can really only control yourself. Things will happen to you and you ha- your power comes from how you react to them. And so that is a, irrefu- that's number two, irrefutable, irrefutable truth. Um, and I hope that that t- helps you to look at things objectively so that you can make an active decision to change behavior and not just on feeling because we're very passionate people and so um and that's whenever you can create change and like inform your actions and maybe slow down to be more intentional so that they go into what you actually want the outcome to be and so that's where a lot of the power can come from number three I can learn anything I want to we grow up with a lot of limitations and yes these comes with like money blocks and lies and stories that have been told to us. But what if we just realize like everything is figure outable. I can learn anything I want to. Um, I mean, this, well, I guess it was last year now. I fixed a refrigerator. I fixed a dryer. (laughs) Just call me the repair woman. Anyway, but you can figure out and learn anything that you want to learn in order to get to your goal. Um, while I feel like you also can outsource that stuff too, but I want you to take on this this truth that I can figure it out. I can learn that. Um, and then number four, are we on four? <laughs> Is I can do hard things. Challenges are actually good. Pain and wanting to get away from pain is sometimes one of those things that's like, Well, obviously it's a deterrent for doing that activity, but avoiding challenge is basically going to lead you feeling bored and stagnant and not being fulfilled. And and you are exchanging that in a way for that safety. And so that uh, challenge is actually good. And so you can do hard things. And so getting uncomfortable in some aspect Um, I see this a lot with my boudoir clients, like obviously that is something that is very vulnerable and you are stepping out and, um, and it's also a big trust thing. And so it's kind of like, how can you get uncomfortable so that you can see the growth that you want to have? And fear is there no matter what. It's just seeing, is this a good fear that's going to help me stretch or grow and to be challenged? Or is this, um, you know, like a fear like I need to protect myself. There's a lion in the bush over there. (laughs) Luckily, most of our fears are not based in truth of like, oh, I'm going to die if I do this. And so honestly, taking it back to that, maybe literally say that like, all right, fear of rejection. Will I die if I put this podcast out and no one and people might like not like me or something? It's like you won't die. You'll be all right. And so I'd also want to leave you guys with a last couple thoughts. If you are, I actually sat in my chair and opened the blinds because I was wanting to see the sun come up and it's all cloudy today in Ohio. So I definitely did not get a beautiful sunrise, but I'm still sitting alone. So there's that. But I just wanted you to think of a couple self-reflection questions so that you can look for the good today and also um, control your mindset in the way of being intentional with a couple questions. So here's a couple journal prompts. If you are someone who journals, or even if you just want to think and ponder about these questions, and um, these would also be good to almost think of one of them and then come back today and maybe journal or tonight or in your phone, because let's be real, you probably have that with you, but just open the notes tab. 
But what happens is, is you will actually start looking for things that could be fitting that, if that makes sense. So what was your favorite thing about today? And so what will happen is, is you are going to start doing more of your favorite things because you're trying to look for the favorite parts. You're going to be more present because you're going to be thinking about um, like almost searching. You are searching for almost the gratitude that is already in your day. And it's focused on what you already have, which is also really great. All right, today, what are the top three things that I'm most grateful for? And these are things that I want you to be so specifically looking for. So it's not like those big things everyone puts, like my kids, my family, my house, but more so like specific things in just today. Like, oh, I didn't get stopped by that train that I always get stuck by. Or, um, you know, like, my kids didn't fight at breakfast. And, you know, um, in fact, today, Cohen at breakfast, it was funny. He was like talking about yesterday he had brunch for lunch. Um, and he was talking about how these pancakes were bussing. And I was like, what? What does bussing mean? But it's like I was fully present in that moment and him telling me that story and stuff like that. I actually took a little video. I'll post it on my stories if you guys want to see him. Um, but apparently that's a new word in case you guys want to get on with the seven-year-old lingo. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't have got to like looking at that, like little connections and little things that you're grateful for, for the day, your mind will start looking for the good. Cause we are, are kind of wired to, like negativity just negative stands out most think of when you went ever to a restaurant you've probably had so many times where the service was amazing and perfect and you didn't like set up a review or anything like that but the one time like it's horrible you better believe people are like typing stuff all the time you know anyway I digress but um I hope that those two questions help you today. And if you like these bonus episodes, come give me some more good words over at angel.mcelhaney or at control the chaos mama podcast on Instagram. I love hearing what you guys are thinking of the show. Let me know what other things that you need help with, because if I don't know it, I will go and find us an expert to have guests on the show. I really hope that this helps you to control the chaos, focus on the controllables, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Wishing you joy and abundance. Angel.